I want to introduce you to Chris Jarvis, the founder of I Challenge Diabetes, a championship athlete, a leader, a friend, a colleague, and definitely an uncommon diabetic. Welcome and thank you, Chris, for joining us. Thanks for having me and uh, certainly, you know, being able to share some of the experiences and the things that I've learned with others is, you know, as someone who's lived with this challenge, I know how influential those moments can be for me. So I'm happy to be here and be a part of, be a part of your show. You know what? I'm on a new journey. I'm now living with diabetes, but I have control over my mindset. That pillar number one, that uncommon sense that I can really change and have an impact on what I learn and what I think like to move forward. And what's the relationship I'm going to have with myself, right? As a person living with diabetes, what's the relationship with my food, that uncommon fuel I'm going to choose, you know, and the challenges we have, do I want that ice cream or am I going to choose to have some chia seed pudding instead? What about our exercise? How do we prepare for adventures to increase it when we're feeling tired and exhausted because we've had a poor sugar day? It happens. It does for me, right? I just get so wrapped up sometimes I forget to bolus. I forget as a type one. But if you're a type two and you're, you're not taking insulin, it might be that you forgot to take your metformin or, or it might be that you just simply got frustrated and wanted to just have that beer or that drink with your friends. It's okay. And being real, where am I at right now? It's now, do we have the routines to respond, to understand that, okay, I need to readjust and improvise, adapt to this circumstance and move. Because our A1Cs, our blood sugar, they're just numbers. They're not who we are. And it's about how do we get them into a healthy range and manage that? And how do we do that? Pillar three, it's our exercise. It's our movement. It's the choice of our fuel that we put in. And it's recovery, realizing it takes time. And that's one of the things, Chris, that I've learned with being in your proximity, the graciousness and understanding you give to us to that it's okay to be where we are, but it's more important that we just admit it. So, Chris, what do you think is the one thing you would do to get an advice you would give to get the best result for a person with diabetes to lose body weight safely and sustainably? Of the four pillars, what do you think the one thing is that they should act on? Well, I mean, this is my opinion, of course. But Agreed. I think Everything that is the active you know, the, uh, the exercise component helps your whole fuel system to start metabolizing differently. And so that's the way I look at it. And I know that I've had moments where I've needed to reassess, you know, I, um, I came out of a race that I did with some of my Olympic teammates just a week and a half ago, and it kind of lit that fire for me. And it said like, I, you know, I really want to make the time for training. And so uh, you'd asked it earlier, actually, Bob, about, relationships and how long they last when you connect. So I just uh, had a friend reach out from eight years ago that we did a hike together in Thunder Bay at the Sleeping Giant. And she reached out to me and she said, you know, we, we haven't seen each other in a long time, but I've been thinking about you and, you know, we've kept in touch through social media endeavors. Um, and she said, I, I want to do something. So she said that she was going to challenge herself to run a hundred kilometers in November which breaks out to be about three point kilometers a day. 
And so we decided to take that on together. And that's a part of my daily exercise routine now is, is going for a run and um, getting out there. And, and that's, you know, for right now, that's working really well for me. Um, and for maybe some of your viewers out there, I've, I'm a dad of two and I've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And I think that's a pretty challenging period in life to transition through and just encourage everybody to think, you know, if you've stepped off the bandwagon during that parental time period, it doesn't mean that you're done for, you know, done for the uncommon performance pillar. You can find ways to get back in and find ways that are reasonable for you looking back at the last year. Um, so for me, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm getting back in and maybe, you know, a long time ago, I used to row over 60 kilometers a day. I'm not looking to do that right now. You know, I'm looking to do something that's realistic, that's motivating, that that helps me to feel better, right? So it's about setting something that's definitely meant for you. Well, I think I'd hit you with another uh, question then. You're talking about, um, you know, exercise. What would you say are the top routines for the four pillars? What do you do to help clear your mind and reduce stress? I think during this COVID era like getting outside has never been more important for me because it reminds me of how big the world is how old the world is and it just really helps me to reset my clock so that fresh air coming in is something that you know it's just one component of that um of that for me and so that helps my mindset to get in the right uh place and then for fuel wise there's lots of times and heath you speak quite honestly about it where you know you get into a, a treat and treats can become habits. I think that's you know really important part about uncommon fuel is to think about what our habits are, and that's what we need to be most mindful of, right? As if you know these Halloween treats end up becoming a daily ritual uh, that you know that lead us, and that's going to be holding us back and actually not adding anything to our lives. Like that's I guess a, a key component uh, there. Um, and then as we talked about with uncommon performance. I think it's really important to stay within your zone. You want to push yourself to exercise and be, you know, moving, but you want to be doing it for you, not, you know, what you see your neighbor doing, not what you saw yourself 10 years ago doing. You want to think what's a healthy way for me to be active right now. And that's going to make you feel good, you know? And then the uncommon energy right now, I, I've been thinking about that, uh, you know, getting my rest and recovery, if I'm running every day, you know, I've got to make sure that at some yeah. point in my day, I'm also dedicating some time to recover and hydration. I mean, we, we've all heard and said it, but it, it's a simple routine, right? If you get a good routine of grabbing a, grabbing a glass of water, you know, sometimes you might think, oh, I need a coffee right now. But if you're drinking three or four <laughs> cups of coffee a day, <laughs> that, that glass of water has got to come before it. That's for sure. And sometimes you start drinking the water and you feel like, Oh, I don't really need the coffee anymore. It was probably, I was running a little bit low on my hydration. Right. So, um, that's, that's a few things for me right now that are, you know, top of mind and doesn't mean it's the same for everyone, but I, that's where I'm running through on my four pillars regularly. 